Hey guys, you're listening to the JK Experience, where we train leaders to live a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. Man, I am excited to be with you guys today. Josh Kalinowski back in the studio. And I tell you guys, who's getting a little R&R? Our main man, James. He's out of the office and getting much needed uh, break with his lovely bride. Uh, he's filling the cup, and I know he's doing it, so we're excited to have him back. And I hope, you know, as uh, this uh, this is kind of a side note, uh, you know, I hope that when, you know, as a leader, if you're, if you're leading people and, uh, and organizations, and when your staff takes time off, sometimes you have this fear of, it's all going to fall apart. It's all going to fall apart. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh my gosh, who's going to be able to do X, Y, Z? What if this happens? And I will tell you, I hope that you get to this point where you get excited when your people take time off. You are actually telling them to take time off. And the reason why is because, you know, when they do, they come back with their cups full. They come back with a lot more energy and excitement and they're ready because they actually, they, they miss their job. They miss the, the people around them. And I know that that happens every single time uh, when one of our uh, leaders or uh, staff leave, they get excited to come back because of the energy and the people that they get to surround themselves with. So uh, I hope as a leader uh, that you're able to do that too. Um, so what I want to talk about today is baseball season. Not like major league baseball season, but I want to talk about why, why I am excited about the baseball season starting in our family's life and, uh, and the boys in particular. Every year, uh, we get to this point, uh, coming that end of April, beginning of May, where we, we get back into this chapter of our lives. And you've heard me talk about this before, where I, I love blowing up my schedule. I love looking at where I'm at in, in our business and in our personal life. And I love looking at my calendar and saying, okay, that no longer is we're going to work. We got to move that. This is something I have to add here. I got to take this away. This no longer serves me. And, and it's fun because... I think we get really stagnant in life. And once we just continue to do the same thing over again, it becomes very monotonous and we lose the energy that it takes to actually make an impact and difference in that area. And so I look forward to, I absolutely love this time of the year where I get to blow up my schedule and reprioritize the things that are important in my life and in our family's life. This year is going to be a different year, even though last year was a really different year as well, too, which I will tell you on a side note again, it was probably one of the best times for our family going through what we had to go through last year because it, it brought us even closer and we got to do even more intentional things. And we were so fortunate when we were able to do it. I never forget when the first practice that we were able to hold after we couldn't do anything Gosh, we appreciated that time so much more, even more than we did this year. But this year is different because I also have two beautiful, amazing daughters that are growing up and they're finding their strength and they're finding their passions and their passion right now is soccer. And if any of you out there listening have daughters or sons that play soccer, you know that it is a year-round sport because, you know, if it gets crappy outside, we're just going to go inside and play football. There's no off-season in soccer like there is in baseball. 
And so my, my oldest daughter, uh, Maddie, is now traveling with soccer. And I will tell you, it has been one of the most joyful things as a father to watch my daughter grow and find the thing that she is so passionate about. She would sleep on the soccer field, and it is just so fun to watch her enjoy that and grow in that and her confidence and her ability and her excitement. And uh, it's just, I'm going to miss that this year. I'm going to miss that in our, these, these, these times that she's going to be gone. This, this weekend is a perfect example of that where there's going to be four weekends where we're separated, where Kate's taking the girls and I'm taking the boys. And thank goodness for Facebook Live. Thank goodness for the technology that we have now that we can watch each other as uh, we're separated by, uh, by miles. And so as much as it's going to be different, I'm also very excited because of the maturity of our children and the opportunity that is before them as they get into this next chapter of their life. And so all the hard work that they've been doing in the offseason, all of the practices, all of the reps, and all of the, the opportunities to grow are going to be, they're going to be showcased here in a matter of days, in a matter of moments. And so I love the opportunity for our children to experience the opportunity to see how much they've grown. No, all know, all, all while knowing that they're going to fail, that they're going to have setbacks, that they're going to strike out, that they're going to get hit. They're going to give up a home run, that they're going to get caught stealing. They're going to make an error. Like all of these things as parents, we know those are going to happen in the sport that they love. But the outcome is going to be so much better. The confidence that we want them to gain is going to be so much better because they get to play. They get to step on the other side of the chalk and they get to get off the sidelines. And so what I want to talk about is how this relates to our life is oftentimes we don't have a game that we need, that we want to join. Oftentimes what we're doing is we get into this routine of this life that we just live because we've got a pretty secure job We've got routines that we need to do. And we often find ourselves just sitting on the sideline of a life that is continuously passing us by. You know, as I was writing the book, one of the things that became very apparent to me is, is this whole idea and concept, this principle of just getting off the sidelines and participating in life. You know, for many years, that's exactly how I felt. I didn't know it at the time. I never had any idea that that's what was going on. But I was hesitant. <clears throat> I was hesitant being proactive in creating the life that I wanted because I already thought the life that I wanted was gone. And how many of you are there right now in your life? Whether it's in a business where you're like, oh, man, I, I got to tell you, <clears throat> I just don't think this is my calling, but well, I mean, what else am I qualified to do? You know, I had a gen, I, I heard, I, I was talking to a gentleman the other day and he goes, well, this is all we've ever done, man. I, my, my grandpa did it. My dad did it. I did it. And so he already had put a ceiling and a cap on what his ability to venture into something else that maybe he was passionate about. 
And he didn't allow himself to dream that. He didn't allow himself to get off the sidelines and play a different game. And when you hear other people talk about it, it's really obvious, isn't it? But it's not so obvious when we have that conversation with ourselves or we look in the mirror and, and, and convince ourselves that that's not what we're capable of doing. How many times have you used your age as an excuse of why you can't do anything, something, whatever it is? In a couple episodes, you're going to hear from a gentleman named Robert Hamilton Owens, the fittest 66-year-old man alive. And now he's 69 years old. And here's the thing that's going to be amazing. You're going to find out when you listen to him is that he's 69 years old and he is training for his 14th triathlon. Tell me it can't be done. Tell me that age is a factor in what you can't or want to accomplish. Don't use that excuse anymore. Maybe your environment. Oh man, my environment, man. I just, I just, you know, I don't, I don't have any people that are around me that are successful. I, you know, I really didn't go to college. Um, I mean, honestly, dude, I'm just not a really smart person. That is a story that you're telling yourself that's not allowing you to play the game that you want to play. And why do I know that's being told? Why do I know that we say those things? It's because we say those things. I have said those things many times over. And I had to change the story. I had to take ownership of that story. Well, how do you take ownership of the story? You have to start digging. You have to start digging to the truth of why you continue to tell yourself a false narrative that is not allowing you to step on the other side of that white chalk. And until you do, guess what? That seat is always going to welcome you. That seat is really nicely cushioned. And it's got AC there. And it's got sunblock. It's got sunflower seeds and, and bubblegum and Gatorade. It's way too comfortable. And that's exactly what happens in our life where we get way too comfortable with our relationships. And then we wake up one day and we realize, oh my gosh, I've destroyed the relationship. I don't even, what, what, what do you mean? What do you mean you're leaving? I don't understand this. I thought we were comfortable. We were so good. I, I brought Gatorade. Or your kids graduate and they don't want to come back home because you're like, well, wait a second, I thought we were good. I, I, I thought I, I was really comfortable. But you didn't participate in the game that was being played. So as you dig deep, realize the true story that you want to own. It gives you the power. It gives you the strength to get off the freaking comfortable seat. That's literally the biggest step you have to make is just standing up. Because once you stand up, guess what? You see, you see the game from a different view. And when you see the, the game from a different view, you really want to participate in it.
And as you approach that line, yeah, it gets a little bit scary when you have to make that decision to quit the job and start the new job or to go all in in the job that you have right now, but you haven't gone all in because you're just scared of that full commitment. And man, I got one foot out the door just in case because, you know, hey, if I fail, I got to have, you know, I got to have reserve right here, right? And I'm not saying to have plan B, what I'm saying is you still got to commit to plan A and you got to give plan A an opportunity to be successful. And so if you have one foot out the door, you're not given fully of yourself. And so you got to take one more step closer to that line. And as you get to that chalk, you realize like, okay, like there's a lot of dirt in between that chalk line and that grass. And I still got to walk out onto that mound. And I still got to throw the pitch. But it all starts with the decision of standing up. And so as you are looking at your life right now, what's the area that you need to get off the bench? What's the area, maybe across your five foundations that we talk about all the time, faith, family, fitness, finance, and your future that you have just been a spectator for far too long. And you need to start getting out there on the mound and throw the pitch. That's all I got for you today. I know this is a short one, but I don't need to be rambling anymore. Anyways, love you guys all. Have a fantastic rest of your day. I hope this was powerful for you, and I hope that you are able to share this with those that are in your life. Appreciate you.